we've been dancing cheek to cheek, and this is cheek two, not week two, week many. Cheek two of Dan and Brave Presents, the podcast, doing a, uh, a deep dive in butt rock. We did six parts in the past, probably six farts in the past. We just did some new stuff, some new and umlaut stuff, new metal. But we're bringing back an old favorite today because we're not just Dan and Brave Presents, the podcast. We are the Lou Pearlman. This is making the Dan. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, the Lou Pearlman. Yeah, the we're... Lou Pearlman. Uh, we're back. Really great to be, you know, reminding people of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Didn't he die um, at home? In jail? He was either in home or in jail. I thought it was maybe jail. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. jail is his new residence, so I think it would count <laughs> as dying at home. He bought, like, some airports and stuff, too. Like, really weird stuff. He had a weird life. Weird life, but very successful. Weird life, very successful. Also, weird, maybe not as weird of a life, but very successful. Diddy, another, uh, uh, you know, person who made the band, right? Didn't, did he do it I think he took over making the band um, in, I forget what season, but it went to MTV. Yeah, it was immediately. I mean, it was only one season of Disney, like, O-Town. That was just I think the, it was ABC's making right. the band, right? Yeah. Right, but and I don't think yeah. Lou Pearlman I don't think I don't think Lou Pearlman was was he actually on the show? I don't I don't remember. Uh um, I don't more, remember. more behind the scenes type of guy. Right. Well did he Yeah, because he was the manager of O Town. Yeah, but but Diddy was like he was a behind the scenes guy, but he was also a in front of the camera guy. So we kind of are a little bit more like Diddy. Yeah, we're 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 the Puff Daddies. <laughs> yeah, the Lou Pearl Men, the Puff Daddies, the Combses. Um, yeah, and this and this is making the Dan Din Brave uh, presents um, again. To to do a quick, I guess what we should say what this is. We did this in. Season what, Dave? Is it still this season, technically? Like, Earlier I don't even this know. season. Season five, <laughs> See? before we went to decimals. Okay. So much earlier this season, we did a Making the Dan where we took, uh, we took members of boy and girl bands that you know. We found some of the members, and we drafted them, and we made our own band each out of those people and presented them on the show and we're going to do that but with butt rock new metal medium rock all the stuff we've been talking about i present your brandon aka aston tushio uh brandonk um b titty <laughs> titty not titty titty like b titty titty i like that but- b titty <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess <laughs> Anything else? No. Oh, okay. Titty, huh? Uh, <laughs> it's, pretty, 
<laughs> Presenter two here, um, the deuce, Danny dropping a shit on y'all. Uh, the shit because it's butt rock. We're still within the butt rock series of episodes Ooh, yeah. in between season five and season six. It's our most successful thing we've ever done. Um, success purely based on a couple of friends that have told me and us that they like it. That's sort of how <laughs> I value success in this medium and of our podcast. Um, whereas before it was no opinion at all <laughs> Not, <laughs> of anything. <laughs> so happy to keep this going. I think this is volume nine altogether of, uh, of, the, of the Butt Rock series mm. uh, of episodes and uploads. But yeah, it's me, presenter two, Danis, Danal, Stinkson, working the stink shift, um, All also, right. no, also known as Fanny. Um, In the U.S. though. <laughs> In the U.S. only. Well, I think Fanny would make more sense if it was the U.K. No, no, because Fanny is... We we talked about this last time. Fanny in the UK is oh I'm the, sorry you're right yeah uh, female genitalia. It's funny because like I think of calling a butt a fanny as like a very proper or like a British way to do it. It's a very proper thing to do. It's a very polite thing to do. Right. Call a, a butt a fanny. Um, <laughs> no one can take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Point at a stranger's butt and say a nice fanny. They're gonna be fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Excellent fanny. Um, yeah, it's not been the, the, the act of the looking and the commenting. It's it's never been that. It's just been the term used. <laughs> yeah, correct. In any context. It's, um, what else? We said it's it's cheek two, right? The second side of the, the butt rock episode. It's only got a few more of these left. Yeah. You know, it's going to be sad when it comes to a close, but... I'm excited for this making the Dand. Um, I think we'll describe in more detail what we're doing, but I want to point out that new, not new, but he's recently become a super fan of the show because of the Butt Rock series. Listener James, uh, aka the Stillman, he um, he was the one because I the way I remember it is that he listened to the making the Dand, the boy bands episode texted me about it loved it this was while we were doing the first cheek of the butt rock series of episodes and he said you guys should do this with with butt rock you know in some way right making the dan and i was like it's a hell of an idea and i brought it to my co-presenters and now we're finally doing it thank you james excited to uh bring it here and we'll talk about it in a minute in like kind of more detail how it's going to be a little different than what we did before yeah and that was like his own version of a listener suppository. <laughs> that beautiful suggestion. Yeah. He did not uh, supposit uh, <laughs> any um, <laughs> songs, unfortunately. I was hoping he would, being a super fan that I just crowned him. He is a super fan, but he didn't submit any songs for Butt Rock Submission. I think he was too busy. It's okay. It happens to the best <laughs> of us. But he did submis- submit this idea for the show, and I'm very excited to be doing it. It's going to be very silly. Oh, yeah. And I'm presenter number three. The three, a very important number in um, shapes because it it's very much like a butt shape if you look at it a certain way. If you look at it, if you look at it anyway, honestly, <laughs> it looks like a butt. Let's be honest. Um, 
But yeah, I'm Dave Colon usually uh, for the but rock everything but rock series. I drop the second. Sorry, I drop the only accent over the second O in my last name, and turn into Dave Colon. And uh, a little bit of trivia for our listeners: the original making the Dand episode was a part of the tracks on tracks on tracks series of episodes it was a tracks on tracks and tracks episode oh right right so yeah and you know one of our major one of our most major fan favorite formats also started as a tracks on tracks on tracks episode the board bills yep this is our second spinoff of tracks on tracks on tracks (laughs) episode uh series Mm mm-hmm I think tracks on tracks and tracks is kind of like our like happy days <laughs> or uh, <laughs> our the Jeffersons. Yeah. Uh, what's the original? Oh, no, sorry. All, all in the family. Isn't all in the family the original? And then Jeffersons is a spinoff of well, all in the family. Uh, um, oh, just. Oh, yes. Yeah. I thought you were I trying to think of like shows. the original sitcom, which I think is like the honeymooners or. or no, no, no. I'm saying like I, uh, uh, happy days had like. Three or four different spinoffs. Right. It had um, Mark and Mindy, Laverne and Shirley, Harold and Maude. Joni loves Chachi. <laughs> Joni loves Chachi. I don't know if that's a spinoff of Happy Days. I thought it was. I don't know if it is. It, might. it is, I think. It definitely think, is. Those are characters from Happy Days. Okay. So, here you go. Not confident this that's a like show. Joni... I'm not confident that's the name of a show. What do you think? It's a meme? It's a show. Like a th- like maybe it's like a thing from Happy Days. Like it's like a like a theme. What? <laughs> what? Joni loving Chachi <laughs> is a theme from Happy Days. Maybe. Oh, like I wasn't it's a general ca- theme. <laughs> and it's just like a talked about thing when people talk about Happy like Days. Who, like who shot Jr. Like like that's exactly. not a yes. show. The concept. Right. I wasn't p- confident that it was a show, but you've confirmed no, that it, it is a show. I okay. think it, it is it's a, a show. It's a yeah. spinoff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like a will they or won't they? Yeah, right. Yeah, correct. Because Jump the Shark, Jump the Shark counts as like a concept that came from Happy Days. Happy Days, yeah. Right. But it's not a. It's not a. Its own series. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We we were on a break, friends. Not a show. (laughs) Right. It's not the name of a show, but it's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's just show. That's like that's show about nothing. That's the that's show about nothing. Yeah. That that yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> well, show about nothing could be the show within the show technically. So that's never mind. That's a bad example because they did make a show in Seinfeld. Yeah, it's called Jerry. But it's called Jerry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh folks, uh thank you for for listening. Uh this is a continuation of uh Mainel, aka Mainus, mm-hmm. aka May I assist you assist you with that, sir? May. <laughs> a lot of great nicknames for this month of everything but rock. But um, I say we just kick ass right into what we're doing today, which is making a dant. Um, Let's yeah. make a dant. So what we're going to do... Oh, sorry. I forgot to introduce a special guest we have, though, uh, to help us with this making the dand i am uh joined in studio by my friend new brandon (laughs) 
Hey, new Brandon. Nice to meet you. That, okay, <laughs> just, I wasn't sure if the bit that was the end kidding. of the bit. No, just, just like, that's okay. the end of the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was really hoping like somebody in your house would come in and this would be a character, or you would just do like a voice to be a new yeah, Brandon. I, <laughs> yeah. What would be your new oh. Brandon voice? Yeah. Hey, I'm new Brandon. <laughs> Hello, I'm new Brandon. I don't know. I, I gotta. I should have worked a, a little bit more on my yeah. new Brandon character. But maybe, hey, workshop it. There's always there's always uh, volumes ten through twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess to explain a little bit more of what we're gonna do, I don't know. I mean, I right now this is one of the few times I'm gonna I'm gonna be glad to going to go and present her order because I don't feel I, I'm hoping that that I kind of you know s- just set it off and then. You two kind of knock them down. Like, I'm playing T-ball. Dan, you're playing college ball. You still have a metal bat. Dave, you got the wooden bat, and you're tarring it up and corking it out of the the park. That's what I hope is going to happen here. Um, Like every show. No. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But so what we're going to do, so this time, this time we had a lot of bands to choose from. Dave put together and drafted us or like uh, distributed via draft different bands that we've talked about over the, the span of the butt rock series and, and new metal stuff of all these different bands. And then it was up to us with our teams that we were assigned to kind of go through and form a band and like a concept around that band. I'm sure all of us took a different angle with this. I definitely had a little trouble coming up with an angle, but I, I eventually went with, with, with what I'm going to talk about. So, you know, I was looking at it and I was like, how do I want to represent? How do I want to represent? Like, what is this for? Is this like, do I want to take the best musicians from these bands and like form an, a good band, like a, like a non butt rock band or new metal band? Or do I want to actually represent butt rock, new metal? Like how, like I wasn't sure how I wanted to approach it. Can so, I can I interject, Brandon, just with a detail about what we're doing in case people didn't listen to the first Making the Dand episode? Uh, basically, we're at its core, the idea is to create kind of a super group of different people yeah, right. associated within the area, right? We did it with boy bands and with boy and girl groups last time, yes, right? And we created like a group of vocalists last time. It was, it was kind of easier. That's what I was going to say. This time, this is yeah, a little more yeah, challenging. Yeah. You know, with a boy band, you have that you can have different singers. You know, th- this is a little bit different than that. So it's mm-hmm. like in the other episode, playing deep cuts from an artist was like, oh, here's what this person that we didn't norm- maybe normally get to sing, you know, on their solo album, you know, that type of thing. This right. was definitely, you know, a little bit of a different thing. So I'm really interested to see what you guys went with this. Here's what I went with, Okay. I, 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 I kind of had the seeds of who I wanted to be involved in this band, and, and but I couldn't figure out exactly what I wanted to do. And I said, well, you know what? I'm not going to put this in an alternate timeline. I'm not going to make this a fantasy. I'm going to say, what would happen if this was happening right now? And what would be the most lucrative thing that these bands would do? And I'm, I've created a super group cover band. So, wow. Oh, wow. Cool. Now, so what ha- what kind of happens is it's kind of like live karaoke, where you go to Florida or Long Beach, like where you know one of the two they they go back and forth, and there's a backing band, okay? So there is a so- hmm. there is a backing band of some of my bands, but some of the different singers come out and sing and do covers because no one wants to hear Ooh. the music that they're writing anymore. They know that, okay? And yeah, they're gonna play their hits of the the respective bands that they were in. 
but they're just going to be doing some some sick covers. So let me tell you a little bit about the band before before you uh, continue. So are they going to be singing their own songs they made famous, or the singers are going to be singing other songs? I mean, yeah, like. They will be doing, yeah, maybe one of the b- big hits of those singers, too. Okay. Okay. It's kind of like Ringo's all-star band. Yes. Yes. That's a, okay. <laughs> Do you know, you know the concept of that? Yes. Ringo gets, a, like, a bunch of different famous musicians, and then they each will play, you know, a couple of songs that they made famous personally, but they back each other up in a super group. So perfect. Now, yes, that's, I I love that. That, that really helps me out. That helps my concept up. So, but for the sake of this show, obviously I'm not going to play the songs we've already listened to before. We're going to, I'm going to be showing you some of the covers that these artists are going to be doing. Now, what you're going to have to imagine where you're going to have to use your imagination is that instead of these songs, you're going to be hearing the backing band is actually the backing band made up of my fake band here. Right. That's where your imagination is going to be. Okay. Um, so to my surprise, I saw my, my team, two names jumped out at me, Incubus and Limp Bizkit. Okay. They're going to oh, be, wow. they're going to mostly be making up the backing band. Brandon Boyd, he's not going to have a part of this. He's too much. He's too far removed vocally from what butt rock is. And like, I'm going for more of a butt rock thing than new metal thing, but with Incubus, you get the DJ. Right. Well, actually, you know what? We're going to start with the drums because um, I was looking at I was like, which drummer do I want? Do I want... Because Incubus' drummer is a guy that I like. I'm a big fan of Jose's drumming. But I said, you know what? Again, a little too much in the beach butt type of stuff. So I wanted to go with the, the classic maybe butt rock but also new metal drummer that can kind of handle any of these genres we're going with john otto from limp biscuit i know dan will really love so a little sampling here Yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> he is. Well, but... this is this is recent. He's gotten big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> John Otto. Uh, so that's John Otto. Just kind of laying it down, <laughs> like uh, laying it down in the back. Like he can do. Yeah. He's he he switches on autopilot and just goes. He just rolls <laughs> yeah, with it. He, exactly. Yeah. He can kind of handle, <laughs> kind of handle anything that that's going that's coming his way. Then. You know, both Limp Bizkit and Incubus have um, have DJs. You have DJ Lethal in in Limp Bizkit, and you have DJ Chris Kilmore uh, in Incubus. <laughs> DJ Chris. Oh my Kilmore. God! Wow, these names, <laughs> Lethal and Kilmore. Yeah, wow. but Kilmore. Is, I think Kilmore is actually his name. It's not like Kill. No, it's not. Yeah. No one's real name is Kilmore. That's a direct reference to Lethal. It's like. You're lethal, but I'm a kill more. <laughs> Val Kilmore. I got more Val Kilmore. Yeah. Um, the Chris reason I think kills more. Chris, Chris kills more. Kills more. <laughs> Stupid. 
so what what I think those DJs will the the way the reason they're going to complement each other is like Kilmore kind of has gravitated away from the DJ side of things as Incubus has moved away, but Lethal still is. So Lethal's going to hold down any DJ duties. Kilmore is going to be he's going to actually help be responsible for. Um, Especially when some of the butt rock stuff comes that has like strings and like all that type of stuff. Uh, he's going to cover that in. Here's a little sample of what uh, Kilmore's role in the band has become uh, as time has gone on here. So now we have the strings, the keyboards, weird samples. So there's Kilmore. So Kilmore's going to be able to like, if there's any keyboard stuff, again, any like lush stuff, thinking about some of the like that Creed type of stuff, Matchbox 20, String, Goo Doll, you know, so between Lethal and Kilmore, we're already on autopilot. We're already so on autopilot. they're both in the band. They're, they're both, both in, in the this, band. This group, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're, we got, we got dueling DJs. <laughs> Okay. Like uh, you know, like, like sa- sandwiching like John Otto. Okay? Good, like, good idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't fail. A lot of times they're just they're just chilling. They're really not doing much. Um, Kilmore definitely does more than than uh, than Lethal. Um, okay, now quickly because I want to get to the the clips. I mean, I don't know what other. Uh, choice i really have here than to uh say that it's going to be west borland on guitar for theatrics alone yeah i'm going to send dave some of these pictures for the instagram so this one right here this this is what i painted my face as when i was him for halloween this particular look right here it's like a like an alien thing with this like side thing here's him doing this like creepy carnival man uh don't (laughs) like that uh, he's painted red and a white face, all black eyes. Uh, he's wearing some running shorts with thigh highs and a like a weird. This is a recent look. Right? Yeah, this is like yeah. Lollapalooza. Just go to the Instagram to check out what, some of these when, looks. Um, but... He he played guitar with um, Danny Elfman in the Coachella feed. He was dressed very oh. normally. He was very normal during that. Okay. Like, okay. They're, they're, they're like, really? Yeah. There was no. I guess because it's Danny Elfman and it's more orchestra and like he just was right. just he just looked like a regular guitar player from what I remember like there was it was, was like there was no makeup there was nothing he was just like a normal guy <laughs> during that one. You know what he probably like um felt relieved by that though cuz like look how elaborate those get-ups are. Yeah. Yeah. And then on bass, I mean just pick your poison. Whoever's whoever wants to show up from any one of these bands, you know, I didn't have corn. Probably the old Incubus player who got kicked out of the band or quit, you know, maybe him, maybe one of the Limbiscuit guy, I don't remember his name. But yeah, pick your poison. But that's like the main hub of the band that's gonna be providing the you know, the line, the back line for um some of this stuff. So Okay. Now, we'll just quickly hear go through some of these songs, all right? So, P.O.D. P.O.D.'s going to come out. The Sonny. Sonny's going to come out, and yeah, they may do... Uh, they may do Alive, or they may do Satellite, or Boom, Youth of the Nation. Yeah, they may do right. that, but what they're really uh, here to do is their cover of U2's 
Bullet the Blue Sky. <laughs> a pretty faithful cover he's definitely leaning more on spoken word in the verse but yeah, be, yeah. being a the, uh, a group a group of latin descent they must have been like really moved when bono did uno dos tres catorce right like that, that kind of started their fandom around the same time then they went into the back catalog you think this like, is a uh, direct <laughs> like um <laughs> Scratch my back, I scratch yours. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we see you, Bono. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We salute you. Yeah. And they actually put their album on Bono's iPod. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Not his iPhone, his iPod. He could get his, his iPhone. He's, somehow. Too much yeah. security, but they got the iPod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> DOD just shows up. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, thanks. Thanks, uh, POD. Uh, we're going to take things down now, and we're going to have one of our favorite butt rockers come out to do his cover of About a Girl, Puddle of Muds, Wesley, Wes Scanton. <laughs> oh, wait. I know what this is. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Lethal's gonna have fun with this one. He's gonna <laughs> really be able to show his stuff. Now, I just want to say. <laughs> That's so brutal. It's, it's brutal. And you know what? Oh, wow. The, one of the top comments is when you order songs from Wish. That's really funny. Um, there are other versions of him like doing it really well, but I mean, we just had to play that version. For... I did play it already, but yeah. it's, it's all right. It's, it's worth listening to again it, on, it just on, sounds, both, on both cheeks. It sounds like he's spitting. Like, yeah. like probably is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, I feel like this maybe was played on the show too. I can't remember, or we've heard it together. But to 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 follow up that that uh, that lovely cover, we're gonna do another lovely cover of a 
of a Dan and Brave Presents legend. Here comes Seether. Wow. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Did we listen to it on the show? I think we did. Uh, maybe. No, maybe not on the show. Can't remember. Let's skip ahead here. I mean, it's so butt. It's so yeah. butt. It's a cover of Careless Whisper for the listeners. George Michael. With Wham. Right. With Wham, right. Or Wham featuring George Michael. It's something like that, yeah. <laughs> The other songs didn't really feature George Michael that much. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so fun. It's like, really yeah, amazingly fun. Yeah. It's amazingly fun. Yeah, we should really, uh, it's a talent. Bring Seether back. They should be like up more up in the ranks of, of butt rock. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about them a lot. Glory. Yeah. yeah. Now, the I'm sorry. These songs that you're playing... Are you just taking the idea of doing covers and that's why you're playing these? Or are you featuring members of these bands in your group? No, it's it's mostly just the singers. Both, right? It's oh, like, okay. yeah, like maybe the guitar player also comes out and joins Wes. But it's okay. like, okay. yeah, it's like they're not staying out there the whole time. They're going to do their song. They're going to do Paralyzer or whatever the hell the other Cedar song is. It's like a touring thing almost, or is it basically going to be in like either California? It's either California or Florida. Or Florida. <laughs> it's okay. almost like emo night, how emo night's a thing where yeah. you know, a yeah. DJ it's will play all night. the yeah. It's emo rock hits. night, but they're, you know, they're, they're but with live music, with live yeah. bands. Some of the bands from the era or members from that era will be there. You can get like a, a photograph with them. 100%. Oh, uh, maybe some signed gear yeah okay. this is how they're paying their paying their bills cool all right so we're almost done here only only a couple more clips so Seether will come out and they're gonna do broken with amy lee from evanescence right who's who's then gonna stay and do her uh her favorite song by B- bananarama cruel summer <laughs> Yeah, great voice. Making it crueler. Strange voices are saying, what do they say? Things I can't understand. Cruel summer, wake me up. Cruel summer. <laughs> Need that guy. Another song that really features that, like uh, the drummer and the two <laughs> DJs. <laughs> Spotlighted in the beginning of this. Well, you've got to imagine it. You've got to include them you've got into to, this. Right, yeah, you've got to, yeah. The song's yeah. gonna like pick up at the end. It's gonna get big. There'll be strings. So there'll be some scratching from lethal. That sort of idea is important for my thing too. So Dave, you need to like just embrace what he's saying. All right. Yeah. Okay. So now we're down to the the final uh, the final two <laughs> two DJs uh, on that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to skip that one. I was going to do Drowning Pool doing Rebel Yell. It's not that... It's not funny. It's just, like, stupid. So, 
we, we need some heavy hitters here and Darius Rucker's coming out on stage now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh damn. And, uh, From Hootie. They, they he they said no. Your songs actually don't work for this, but we want you to pay tribute to what brought you here. Um, so they're gonna uh, Darius is gonna do. And I actually this is a live. This is actually a live recording of uh, of from this show <laughs> covering Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, nice. Wearing a Kiss t-shirt. Good job, Darius. Thank you. Really great performance. When I saw um, Hootie and the Blowfish live, in um i want to say maybe 2008 or something might have even been before that they they did a cover of an rem song oh okay. what song oh man losing my religion <laughs> probably i don't remember <laughs> i remember they did do an rem song was it uh okay radio free europe i like um i actually re- i like darius's voice on that song sounds good He's he's pulling um, it off very well, and I, I like that song. It's a good song. Yeah. Now this probably shouldn't be the closer, but I I did want to close with this because this is what set off this idea. I was watching clips and I was like, I would have never in a million years guessed that this song is what this band decided to cover. Um, I gotta pee. I gotta. I I can't, I can't pee during this last song. I'm sorry. <laughs> build the build the tension. Okay. <laughs> See you in a bit. Okay. This would be fun to see live. I would. I would probably enjoy this concept. If it was executed live, I still don't, I'm sure I still there's don't like think I'm getting guests. it. I'm not getting it. I don't think. I'm assuming it's just like a review, a butt rock review, but like actual players from the era are like performing live, and her so, special guests throughout. Okay. Tonight. So everything he's played, like all these members, would be a part of it at some point. Is that yeah, kinda... like they're coming on stage for a couple songs. Like the lead singers are coming on stage for a couple songs, and then they'll play a cover as well. Got it. Okay. But at the at the core of it, no matter what, are two DJs, yeah, the drummer, and, John Otto. For, and then John Otto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything they really else put it together. They, they put it together. <laughs> everything else rotates. Yeah. With, right, Brandon. Do I have uh-huh. that right? You, you, yeah. You yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like, you don't know who's going to show up. Maybe one week it's going to be one of the other bands that I didn't choose because they couldn't go to California. Like, I don't know. You know, it's going right. to be different. <laughs> uh, and, and West Portland. He's in it no matter what. That's West right. Portland's yeah, in it. Yeah, West, it's okay. basically, yeah. yeah, Incubus and Limp Bizkit are the backing band. Just like the remnants of it. And Fred, <laughs> right, Fred Durst and Brandon Boyd are off doing something yeah, else. They're Toto. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... 
so to to finish this out, we're gonna do another one of the kind of like a uh, from the early episodes of the uh, the Butt Rock series is Collective Soul covering again a song I just didn't really expect from them. This is our drummer Shane, and he's gonna start this song that you're gonna sing for us. Well, these guys are unpredictable. That's like part of their thing. All aboard! <laughs> like, why, why are they doing a crazy trade? You know it! Let me hear you sing it! Are they British? What's, what's their song again? Collective Soul. Whoa! Oh, okay. And then the yeah. December. Turn your head now, baby. Y'all spit right. me out. Down. And now I'm just stalling to announce the name of the band because I don't have one. Oh. Well, maybe we can help. We'll yeah. see. I like the idea of the like the all star band type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea too. Like you're saying, like the festival thing. Like thinking about like like, like all, emo all night. fart, all fart, all fart band, <laughs> all fart band. Right. Like what's that fest? The, like the, the thing okay. that's happening in Vegas, oh, like the oh, okay. when we were young, right? The, right. The West, the West Men, the West Men. Okay. West End girls. West West End. No. Yeah. Yeah. West End. Yeah. Maybe someone will cover that song. Maybe someone will cover that. Or it could be like you have cover in the name, like uh, <laughs> over yeah. cover, um, over cover uh, instead of undercover. <laughs> um, how about booty and the something fish? Oh, booty and, the, and yeah, booty and the the soul fish. The, the soul I should have based it around the collective bo- soul the, and booty. The boar fish. Like bo- like Borland, boar fish. Okay. Um, <laughs> booty, booty and the boar and fish. The li- booty. Limp. Link limpucus lump limpucus yeah. limp. Uh, booty and the chocolate starfish. Okay. Like, okay. You know, oh, that's kind of oh. good. Booty and the chocolate starfish. That's good. Because of because of good. biscuit. Booty yeah. and the chocolate starfish. There we go. Thank. You just gotta outsource to your marketing team, me and or your your branding, Dandon Dandon branding. 
<laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's about, what I did. How about also, like, Ubis Incorporated? Ubis, uh... <laughs> it's like, you know, like, kind of like Incubus, but... The, oh, right. oh Ubus, like, okay. Ubus Incorporated. Ubus, inc, like, backwards, gotcha. Right, right. Or, right. or yeah, reverse. Stink, Stinkubus is an easy oh, one. Oh, Stinkubus, to, sorry. Stinkubus yeah. slash Booty and the Chocolate... Starfish. Starfish. Booty and the chocolate starfish featuring Stinkubus. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like it. All right. Well, there, there you have it. The there all fart. It. The all uh, fart. Or the, uh, how about the Ottoman, the John Ottoman Empire? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Because yeah. it's like Ringo is like all star yeah. band. John Ottoman. John Ottoman's <laughs> Empire. John Otto. Yeah. Okay, great. That's it. That's actually it. It's John Ottoman's Empire. Okay, we're going with that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Dave. Clearly the, the the band leader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What were the DJ's names again? Lethal Kill, and Kill, 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 Kill Kilmore. Craig Kilmore. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Lethal Weapons. Okay. That was great. Very good. It's very fun. Yeah. And fun concept. I like the angle a lot. It could really work. It could really work in real life. <laughs> Definitely could. It could um, I, def- I considered the cover route for a little bit. Oh. I was thinking about it, too, because I, one of my bands that was assigned to me, I know you said at the beginning of the show, but just to remind the listeners, again, we did not draft these bands. They were assigned to us. It was like 25 each or something. It's a lot of groups. Yeah. It's, it's all the bands we've talked about in this series so far. Not just, as Brandon has pointed out, not just the core butt rock bands, right? There's new metal bands. There's grunge, post-grunge. Oh, yeah. So Bands from before the era and bands like concurrently with the era yeah. that are not necessarily all the, butt rock. All the adjacencies that, you know, that, we've, that we've talked yeah. about. Um, they're all included into this drawing. Um, but yeah, I consider going the cover out too because I've disturbed. So, you know, we've always talked uh, about their, their cover, right? They're um, basically a cover band, yeah. That was what I thought. <laughs> I was like, I was, I like had to double check my list to be like, oh, do I have Disturbed? It'd be perfect, yeah. So, something that we also talked about when curating this show, this specific Making the Dan for Butt Rock, is we didn't want to necessarily just, you know, pick, we kind of said this already. Singer from this band, guitarist from this band, bassist, then a drummer to make the super group. Because, you know, in a podcast medium, it's a little difficult to just kind of do that, like, you know, try and find a baseline of like one of these butt rock bands. Not easy. In new metal, yeah. in new metal, it's easy, right? New metal, the bass is pretty great. But as we've, as we've <laughs> learned, right? Usually, I think. We, right? Is that what we talked about? Anyway. So we talked about elements, not just members. And that's right. more the direction I went in. Okay. Well, half and half. There are some members, but there's elements too. So I wanted to make sure to use a few <laughs> different elements to make my ultimate butt rock band. Okay. So the first thing I would like to share is fashion, the look of this band. I want to jump right into that, right? Okay. Um, so the way I decided I want this band to look is exactly like Spider from the fictional band No Vacancy from School of Rock. This is okay. the look I want for hold this on, band. Hold so, on, hold on. 
Not Spider One from Power Man Five Thousand. No, yes. I drafted that band. Not Spider One. I am talking about a fictional okay. spider from the band. <laughs> no, not Spider Man. Not Peter Parker. Also not Spider Man. Sp- different spider. Yeah, this is fictional spider. Okay. The band No Vacancy. They're the fictional band in School of Rock. It's the band that the School of Rock competes against in the Battle of the Bands at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. So do you guys see my screen? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to play this clip so you can see what I'm talking about. Is that too loud? You don't, don't hear you, it. You didn't share the audio. I didn't share the audio. Oh, I'm just screen sharing. How do I do both? <laughs> you have to stop sharing, do it again, yeah. and at the bottom, remember, oh. click share sound. Thank you so much. Share sound. Share not eligible. <laughs> not eligible. I wish I had share uh, instead of my second copy of POD. (laughs) Oof. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Let me know how the volume is. Okay. So that's Spider. Okay. Leather sleeves only. And he's shirtless. They're like chaps, but for your torso. For your arms. Right. You get a better look in the clip that's following this too. So disregard the sound, not the sound we're going for, just the look of Spider. Here hey, he is again. Band? No, no. He's got a beautiful no. tattoo, chest centered, and giant, yeah, principal chest tattoo, chest tattoo, yeah, right between oh, the nipples. This is cool. It's cool. It has like a cross yes, on it. Yes, it is. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah. Yes. It is. It is, cool. it is very cool. I like that. Do you? Yes. Yeah, you're hot. You're so hot. What? Huh? I'm sorry. What? Are you warm? Joan Cusack, one of Chicago's finest. Um, <laughs> Chicago, Chicago PD, Chicago's finest. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so that's the look I want for this band. I want every band member to be wearing a version of this. You right? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Leather sleeves, giant chest tattoo. No, no shirt. So just to, for the listeners, get the get the visual. There's no shirt. It's just sleeves. Now, okay. What Dan? Real quick question. Real quick question. Are there going to be any ladies in this band? Uh, hmm. Because this look could work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to say no. I think no way. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I think no way. For I was a student of bad I'm, jokes. No, sorry. but I was thinking about if that could work. Even with looks aside, I don't think so. Right, right. Um, okay, go but <laughs> okay. What, I, what, what I would what I would consider though, maybe someone with leather pants on, but with full crotch out and visible. Ooh, like that could be somebody. Like maybe, you know, maybe the bassist does that, or something. Right, right. Um, where it's th- the same idea, but just on the bottom, and they have a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> a full shirt well, on, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So regular, double yeah, yeah regular shirt on, but it's the yeah. leather pants, but with the full crotch out. So like the same idea. So like, so yeah. like the like the buttless chaps, but in the front, dickless, the chaps dickless chaps. For, sure. Yeah. I yeah. think I, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Crotchless chaps. This is the yeah. look. I think you know an entire band made up of that look. I think would really be something. Okay, so that, that's the first thing. Now, let's get let's get to the more you know, toward the uh, to the music here. Corn, Corn is a band that came up very recently, yeah. in our, and I ha- had to had to bring up Corn 
But I'm going to get pretty specific here. So, okay. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, overall, I would like the overall musicality, skill, and stylings of corn, but specifically unplugged and stripped down corn only. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to play this so you can get a, just a, a sense of what I'm talking about here. So- Life's falling away from me. <laughs> Amazing. Is their song away Falling from Away from Me from Corn Unplugged 2007? Cello, we Life's have a yeah, full orchestra basically. Plus bells? Okay, then there's this part. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> like that in my life uh <laughs> like just that band the full unplugged version it's um there's like a full 20 person band with this version of them so i was really hoping you were gonna do this because in my amy lee searching for covers like it, she came up in this she does freak on a leash with him yeah and i was uh, like yeah. oh man <laughs> this whole thing i mean i did watch the whole thing i watched a couple of these songs it's totally insane i've never heard or seen anything like this so overall <laughs> musicality skill stylings of corn specifically unplugged and stripped down corn that's the band okay. um okay so okay and i would like all 30 members or so of this set to be in the band this is the band okay i want uh, wow yeah, like i want you know but with some additions and subtractions, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it. Um, okay. I want this sound, though. So the, the sound is this. Okay. So, so far, again, think of the look, <laughs> just the sleeves, but with all 30 members of this. Okay. But I know this is going to be controversial because you think of Corn, you think of Jonathan Davis. He can hang out. He's not the singer of this band. <laughs> He's not going to be the singer oh. of this band. So you take this vibe, you take the overall musicality, the skill, different singer. Um, I think you guys could probably guess who I'm going to go with here. Well, you know, I mean, if you remember who was... Um, I didn't look. I didn't look okay. to see who got who was, what. Yeah, I don't remember who's on your I mean, I obsessed over, over... Well, I was very, very into this vocalist. I was very happy that this vocalist was assigned to me when we did this show originally. It's Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell oh. is going to be the vocalist of this band. And I want to play a clip here. This is from the Soundgarden song, uh, Slaves and Bulldozers. Oh, also, I guess I should just throw in, since you know Chris Cornell's in this band, time has no meaning in this universe where I'm making this band. This is a, okay. you know, 
however different universe right multiverses are a very big thing right now everything everywhere all at once dr strange multiverses are hot right now so take this as meta right Facebook. take meta. <laughs> yeah, correct take this as a you know maybe a different parallel universe where chris cornell is still with us i didn't really think about that but I guess that's what we're going to have to do here. Okay. They want Chris Cordell to be the, wow. the lead singer. Wow. Um, okay. I'm not going to say anything, but I just thought about something. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is the song Slaves and Bulldozers okay. by Soundgarden. Yeah. Oh my God. He's so, he's so, so good. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you get multiple Cornells in your band? <laughs> okay, so that's just that's the the Cornell showcase. Um Oh man. Yeah, so he's the he's the greatest rock vocalist of all time after the guy from the Guess Who. <laughs> <laughs> from the guess who then chris cornell um guy from the guess who not really what did we talk about him in the, in the again in the episode i think we did we did talk about the guess who didn't we in like the uh, the origins about rock episode i don't think we did we should have i thought maybe we did for a little bit anyway whatever not a part of the show so i had to go the next best available rock vocalist in my drawing <laughs> which is chris cornell so again okay think of the layers so far right 30 piece orchestral yeah acoustic but led by chris cornell on lead vocals with the fashion of spider um from right school of rock from uh no vacancy okay um moving right along talk about butt rock specifically new metal had to join brandon in having a uh, a dj in the band right even though corn <laughs> was completely unplugged i couldn't go fully unplugged um i thought about okay. it couldn't go fully. The DJ is plugging in. Yeah. But with a wrinkle here, I wouldn't say that the DJ is a full-time. No, full-time member of the band, but only for intermissions and like to showcase his talent, not a part of the typical lineup of songs so let, let me show you um, okay so so kind of like in, like how lethal would be because Kilmore is doing more of the work <laughs> <laughs> right um why isn't this working? so he's like a wedding dj basically <laughs> he's like kind of like <laughs> okay this is what i wanted to do okay starting the show and ending the show it's uh it's mr han from lincoln park oh you have to have, have, have to have mr han in here so yeah Okay, let me just play this clip and then I'll explain again what I, what, I, what I was trying to get at. So this is a clip of Mr. Han, his solo medley from Rockin' Rio USA in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you get the idea. Um, oh, yeah. So, to be clear, I still want the grand acoustic vibe I presented from Corn Unplugged. <laughs> but I also want Mr. Han from Linkin Park in the band, but strictly so he can do one giant showcase at each show on his turntables. More of an intermission guy. Okay. He's an intermission guy. That's what it is. That's what I wanted to explain. Okay. He's an intermission guy to give the rest of the band a break during these big epic shows. He comes in. He does his DJ showcase on his own, not with the songs. It's like okay. it's like he's like audience warm up. So like if you're doing yeah, the, like, he, he could be an opener. Sure, that could the work. Tape, the the taping so it's opening. It's like there, there's like commercial breaks, and so he's like yeah, keeping it going. Yeah. Right. He um okay. That could work. So, okay. Almost complete with the full vibe of this. A couple more elements. What is he doing? What is he doing when the band's playing though? Is he Um Is he pissed? Is he <laughs> doing you know, his own thing? Is he watching the performance like in the audience? Is he a huge fan? Yeah, you know what? I think I would have to because he has such a big like rig, it's too much of a distraction. You can't have it on stage with this band. There's just too much right. it would take up too much space. There's already too many members. So he's gotta be yeah, I think I'd have to put it. Has it to be like willed I think on. I think I'd have to put him in the audience because there's just okay. So he's he's, the, he's performing the, from the audience. No, <laughs> while the cor- while the Cornish band, Cornish game, ah. Cornish game hen, while the Cornish band <laughs> is performing, Cornish. there is simply not enough room on stage for him to be there. Also, he ha- he like he can't even go backstage or side stage. There's too many right. people. So right. he has to physically, he's got to be in the audience. But then his time comes, like I said, an intermission or the opener. So he's not doing his performance from like the soundboard in, <laughs> in the audience. He'll get his time to be on the stage. I'm not going to not okay. do that too. Like, like, like the clip we just saw at a festival, he will get that. He will have that. But then as soon as it's okay. over, get the fuck out. Get your stuff. Get your, get your, yeah. get your turntables. Get your, get your scratchings. Scratchings. <laughs> and get out. Get him off the stage. His lottery scratch, scratch offs. We need these giant cellos. We need to make room for seven cellos. Right. Okay. Lemon cello. Damn. Is Han like traveling in a different <laughs> tour bus? Like, <laughs> I just I'm so curious about Han's relationship with the band. Like, I you know he's just kind of in his own world. He's, he's like he's really Han's he, off. He's really he's Han's, Han's off, off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's he has his own like van where he puts his own stuff in <laughs> he's, driving, yeah. he's driving a personal like his family minivan and following the tour bus <laughs> he's driving a windstar he's driving a windstar classic amazing yeah, yeah. um okay <laughs> so we have han as like sideshow we have the band the sound we have the fashion we have chris cornell let's talk lyrics Let's talk lyrical okay. content of this band. <laughs> Decided to go with Hinder. I want Hinder <laughs> style lyrics <laughs> for <laughs> this band. No. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. I'll play a clip for you. Um, <laughs> Hinder. Hi, yeah, Hinder was another band I was given. This is their song, Ladies Come First. Oh. By Hinder, try and listen to the lyrics. I have them pulled up anyway, but you know, listen to this. So you can kind of get like the lyrical vibe that I want to go with for for this band. Here we go. I can't stop looking at you. I wanna get up on you like a new tattoo. You're such a good, bad 
We're talking strictly lyrical right, right, content. Right, right, okay? right. I don't really remember Hinder sounding like that. What, what, what was their song that was butt rock? Oh, Lips uh, of an Angel. L- Lips of an Angel. It's really good to hear your voice. Your voice. This right, is okay. this is a little later, but this is the lyrical. I was going to say, also, yeah. it's, a little, it's a little brash for butt rock, that, was that lyrical content. Correct. Yes. I was not given Buckcherry. I wish I was. But I wanted that that in the in the vein of that more cock rock lyrical style. Vein. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, cock yeah. vein. <laughs> I want the lyrical content to be within this realm. This is what this band's going to be singing about. Looking to fu- okay. looking to fuck at a bar. Stripper rock. Okay. White trash. It's also like um it's pretty it's a feminist anthem. <laughs> uh Fair, yes. Ladies come first. Yeah, that's uh, no, you're not wrong. Um, so the the clip I played was, I believe, the second verse. So it's yeah, I can't stop looking at you. I want to get up on you like a new tattoo. You're such a right. you're, like you're such a good bad girl by it all. That doesn't sound right. Uh, let's take this little party to a bathroom stall. Okay. You smell like heaven, but you look like a sin. Anytime you want me, we can do this again. And then, like, it's sign me up, sign me up, sign me up, repeating. Like, it was like that background, like, um, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know what you call that trick, but it's like a, it sounds like a recording. Yeah, like the filter. Yeah. And then the chorus is you're going to drink, going to dance on the bar, you're going to sing, screaming like you're a star. You're going to slip that shot and put your ring in your purse. He, oh, he, she's married. he can have your best tomorrow, baby. I'll take your worst because tonight, ladies come, ladies come, ladies come first. <laughs> I like it. That's the lyrical style that I want for this band. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a very, very coherent idea here with this you know, butt rock super group. So, the, these yes. are the elements coming <laughs> into place, but I've got one final element, which is probably the most important element here. I'm very excited about this. So, and I think this person's going to have to be in the band if we're going to have this. Yeah, he's going to have to be in the band. Um, it's Aaron Lewis, the lead, <laughs> the lead singer of Stained. He right. will also be in the band. Okay. This is the vibe I want from him in the band. And I'll, I'm just going to play a clip. I'm not going to explain yet. Um, and just to prepare you and the listeners where this clip is from, it's from... A total strangers Facebook video that I found. This is a video from Facebook. What? Um, <laughs> that I found. The aforementioned meta. Yep. So this is a clip from him 
at uh, some <laughs> recent, actually it was in April of this year. So like, this is what he does at his concerts and just listen, pay closely attention here to what he's saying. Aaron Lewis of Stained. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. The fact that we have American money and tax dollar funded biolabs in the Ukraine is real. It's fucking real, people. Stop listening to the bought and paid for propaganda machine. Look elsewhere. Do the opposite of everything they're fucking telling you. Because it's all lies. Every last bit of it. From getting a booster to supporting the fucking Ukraine. Every last bit of it is a fucking lie. Wake up, smell the coffee that's brewing, and do something. And <laughs> <laughs> it goes into this light acoustic thing. Okay. Just the oh fact that God. it goes into this super like light acoustic <laughs> thing after that rant. So, this is the final remaining element of this band. I want his messaging and overall, <laughs> oh my god, and overall interjection during a live performance to be the general vibe of this group. Okay, I want very. Right. So, this may be a little disappointing. I want very little actual song performance. I would like <laughs> most of the show to be this and him doing this. Oh, so the the, the complete show is that? Yeah, the. All right, I, I'm gonna keep going though. So, Dave, it becomes more of a live podcast or rally most of the time, <laughs> fi- filled entirely with disinformation and things that are made up, to the point, to the point where it's stuff that's maybe even made up on the spot. Like, right. like not even common or popular talking points. Like th- these are big, you know, what he just right. said here are big conspiracy talking points. But I think what this band and what this show could be is just stuff that no one's ever heard before and just total disinformation, okay. like new conspiracies. I like that. Yeah. So just making up conspiracies. What would you say the, the breakdown of, of time would be like, would it, how, how much time is Aaron Lewis doing his, uh, Sorry, Dan. Doing his rants compared to the the musical performance. Say seventy thirty. <laughs> seventy minutes of No, like like seventy percent. Seventy percent of the show. Okay, seventy percent is Aaron Lewis ranting. Thirty percent is the unplugged corn right. fronted by Cornell, and then a fraction of that will be Mr. Mr. Han. Mr. Han. <laughs> Correct. Uh with the lyrical okay. content of Hinder. Right. And and the fashion of Spider. Is is Hinder also writing these rants? Or is that just pure Aaron Lewis? Um <laughs> great, question. great question. Now that th- this is all Aaron Lewis. <laughs> okay. Hinder writes Wait. the lyrics. Is <laughs> Brandon, is Aaron you, Lewis, you stepped out. Is, what I was trying to say is like 
there is very little actual song performance. This is going to be more of a live <laughs> right. podcast or rally most of the time. Okay, so but my question is, is he like a priest where he's like giving like a homily, but he's not actually doing any of the music? Like, <laughs> is he like ever participating in the band? I'll let him hold the guitar, not <laughs> not play it. He right, so be, he's at the strum at once, and he'll be sitting. He'll never be standing. Right, he'll be right. sitting with a microphone, holding a guitar. Uh, no, I don't think he should. He should strum it either. Is he also wearing the clothes, the no vacancy? Yes, vacancy. of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll be wearing the spider clothing okay. as well, just like everyone else. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I just I wanted to make sure to include that this I, this is a very the crucial part of the band, just total disinformation. And just him talking about things that are made up. Anti-vaccine. That'll be a big right. thing, too. Important. And then, Brandon, the, one, the other thing I said to Dave before is um, this could evolve into stuff that he just makes up on the spot, like creates new conspiracies that, like, nobody's <laughs> ever heard of. And, like, it's just a total disinformation tour. So, mm-hmm. having... Now, yeah. One more follow-up question. I'm sorry. Is the, the lyric writer of Hinder... Like backstage, also wearing the no vacancy look. Um, I think they that the guys in Hinder that's just like kind of how they would dress normally anyway. Like I think they okay. they, they kind of have that vibe. Um, right, right, right. But no, not mandatory for for the writer. Not mandatory. No. Okay. Uh, okay. So with all that, is he on set though? Is he on set? Like so, <laughs> if there's any lyric changes to be done, is he like backstage ready? I think he he's not going to be at most shows, okay. right? All right. All right? Very behind the scenes, hinder. Okay, his work is done before the tour. Yeah, mainly. that's kind of right. how I was picturing it. Um, okay. So having said all this, this super group for butt rock is called the Alt Right Cheek: colon bun plugged. <laughs> the Alt Right Cheek: colon bun plugged, and colon is spelled out. <laughs> Nice. The alt right cheek colons I kinda colon bun plugged. Kind of think of that as a tribute to me. So I appreciate yeah. that. Now now you didn't go for um Cornell. Like Cornell was spelled of a K and the R backwards. Um <laughs> Cornell. why why that? Because Chris Cornell's fronting oh, corn. God, that's really good. I was thinking of the college when you said that. I forgot Chris Cornell's at the lead the front man. That's really good. I just this this. It's almost beyond that, though. That's just a, I know. Just a little. This conspiracy movement is really what. That's the bigger. That's picture. the bigger yeah. picture here. These other. These are all. Everybody else is just a pawn. <laughs> in <laughs> in the larger picture here that I think is important right now, you know, just this total disinformation tour, and um, a lot of the butt rock legends. This is uh, this is who they are, fortunately or, un- or unfortunately. <laughs> so. Um, it was an important part of this band. Um, and this clip that I just played is, is from like two weeks ago. Well, <laughs> Aaron Lewis. Since this, like, this tour is happening in like an alternate universe where Cornell, Chris Cornell is alive. Yeah. There's a possibility that what Aaron Lewis is saying is actually the truth. <laughs> in that, in that universe. I, God, I didn't even think about that. That is, yeah, you're right. It's all real. Like, like he said, like he said in the video, it's, 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 it's like he said, it's, it's really say it's real. Yeah. He said, Hunter Biden's laptop is real. The <laughs> Ukraine, uh, 
something. Bio labs. The bio labs in the Ukraine are real. In this alternate universe, yeah, maybe he's correct, and it's not misinformation. Cool. Thank you. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, Danny. Kind of similar to Brandon's approach, though. A little too similar to Brandon's approach, I'd say. <laughs> it's my only critique. Yeah, you're right. Very similar. You guys are doing too... No, I'm kidding. I love both your guys. Uh, this is why we do it, because we all have our own different, spin on this. Yeah, different angles, yeah. Oh, you know what, Dave? You asked me a good question about Mr. Han. Yeah. He will be hanging out with Jonathan Davis, because, like I said... Jonathan Davis is is in the group is not singing or doing anything, so him and Mr. Han they could hang out. That's nice. Yeah, that's cool. Jonathan Davis is down to just hang. Yeah, he you know he loves his bandmates and you know he's he hanging with you know. uh, he's hanging with Brandon Boyd and Fred Durst. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're gonna be at the show too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So for my. Uh, making the dand the final dand of the episode i got kind of lucky because i drafted one of the cheeks of our butt rock mount tushmore the left cheek nickelback which of course stars one of the most important rock front men and songwriters of our time chad kroger aka crag choder and uh, we know Chad's a successful recording artist, touring musician, and record producer, lending his talents to Nickelback as well as many other legends like Santana, Josie Scott, and even his former beau, Avril Lavigne. Um, but you may not know that Chad is also a very successful band founder. He founded Nickelback, I think, but... um. That's not all. He also founded the band. I'm sure you guys already know this. He founded the band The Suits XL in 2001. <laughs> and of course, who could forget, uh, this was made up of band members um, Sam Lubier Dremers and Johan Gosselin on vocals and guitars, drummer Patrick Pasquet. Keyboardist Felix Antoine Berube and singer Oliver jo uh, Roy de Belevol. And he also co-founded the Vancouver-based record label 604 Records, which Suits XL released uh, an album through. And uh, I want you to hear a sample of this, this band that Mr. Chad Kroger bravely founded in 2001. This is called Play, and it's from their album, Quarter Life Crisis. Okay, so yeah, it's a great sounding <laughs> band. It's a new sound. We haven't heard anything like that before. They were nominated for a Can Canadian Indie Award and have over 7,000 plays on Spotify. So their legacy is <laughs> has st st you know, stood the test of time. And because of that, you know, 
similar to what Brandon did, I think for the the last making the Dand, he had a very huge artist, you know, icon Beyonce kind of be the um, mentor of the group. I'm recruiting Chad Kroger not to be the front man of this group. He's already done that, and he's continuing to do that. You know, still fronting one of the biggest rock bands in the world today, Nickelback. He's just doing a founding. The success mm-hmm. that he um, brought to the music charts with Suits XL, I want him to repeat with this group we're doing. So Chad will act as our band founder. <laughs> and yeah, he, he has the experience. He has the XL experience to do that. So we're going to honor Chad's amazing vision with this new group. Uh, and we're going to kind of tour the country looking for for members so our first recruit we're gonna go to somewhere in america because we had our eyes on this specific vocalist this you know this guy he's a real firecracker of a rock star it's mr josh todd of of buck cherry (laughs) of crazy bitch fame we loved his (laughs) devil may care attitude and rock and roll energy (laughs) And uh, his vocals kicked ass, even today, you know? So I wanted to play a little sample of some of the stuff that Josh Todd is recording um, recently, because, you know, Crazy Bitch is from 2006 or something. He's still kicking ass, you know? The pipes are still there. We went to one of his shows, and he was playing this song. It's called Rain, and it was with his band Josh Todd and the Conflict. Dan was gloating about how good Chris Cornell is as a <laughs> rock vocalist. He doesn't have Josh Todd. That's why he was doing that. You know, I have Josh Todd. It's fair. So we had Josh Todd come to the studio, me and Chad, uh, working on some songs. And unfortunately, <laughs> after tracking some demos, we had to kick out Todd. Um, <laughs> Uh, and this experience sadly mirrored Josh's experience of getting kicked out of Velvet Revolver in 2002, I think. Oh my God. Uh, by Slash after already recording 10 songs because he was displeased with how Todd's voice, uh, sounded when they played back the material. So we played back the material. (laughs) I don't remember. Did we talk about that? I didn't know that. I, didn't I, know that I just learned this fact, and I'm so sad that I had to do Slash the same thing sucks. that Slash did. Slash sucks. <laughs> Gonna kick out the legend Josh Todd. I know, uh, but unfortunately, and I hate that I was the guy. I was the Slash in his life again. Double slashed. Got double slashed. Um, That's but brutal. This time, man. Josh, <laughs> Josh Todd won't be replaced by Scott Weiland. Because I didn't draft Stone Temple Pilots, I don't think. So I couldn't do that. Did you guys 
drafts Stone Temple Pilots? No. I I did. Okay, you did. Okay. Yeah, didn't use so, them. So, Josh, you know, we will always remember his contributions to the early days of this group. <laughs> but we had to get out of part ways. Uh, Firing. He's getting fired twice. Double slash. Double slashed. Man, already, already turmoil in this. <laughs> right away. Right away. It's not really working. <laughs> yeah. So we decided to go a different direction uh, with our next recruit. We're still looking for a vocalist. Like it's, that's kind of like the, the center of a, of a rock band. So we said, well, let's draw from the other cheek of Mount Rushmore that I drafted. Creed. You know, the right cheek to Nickelback's left cheek uh they're legends and um Chad and I were hearing a song from Creed's comeback album 2009's Full Circle and we heard this track and we were just in love with the vocals we heard on this song called Away in Silence I'm as you're I'm yeah so we're hearing this there's a vocal I'm on this track that just blew us away not this really this is okay but there's something else that we like more right here that right there So we did, we liked that track. We had a, a little bit of a problem with it because um, this amazing vocalist was being overshadowed by this guy named Scott Stapp, which was, he's a, obviously a great vocalist, but you know, the whole Yarl thing has been done to death. Mm -hmm. We heard another vocal in there that we liked a little bit more for our particular group. Wow. Um, that was the vocals of lead guitarist Trey Monte. I don't know if you noticed it in there. He was like kind of doing a uh, response to Scott's lead vocals with a co-lead vocal. And obviously, Trey Monte, a great guitarist. It's not his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also learned that his name is actually Mark Tremonti. It's Mark. Yeah. His last name is Tremonti. Sorry, we've, been him, yeah, we've been calling him Trey Monte. Like that's his full name. It's not. Yeah. Something else I learned on this episode. His name is Mark Tremonti. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, he's a great guitarist, obviously, but he's also an, an underrated vocalist, and I really wanted to see him shine, and that's when I learned about his uh, side project, which became his main band, Tremonti, uh, named after himself, where he does do lead vocals, and uh, this really highlighted his incredible voice, so let's hear that. This is Dust off of Trey Monty's album, <laughs> Dust. Cut through the fetters, reach the end. Only to fight 
Okay, so <laughs> wow, Mark. <laughs> Mark's got it. I mean, he can do his own thing, and then he can also do what Sk- St- uh, Stapp is doing, probably better. And I think it's because of his Italian background. He's he definitely has a more operatic Italian resonance and timbre um, that some of the other great Italian singers have, like Pavarotti, uh, Sinatra, Bon Jovi, and and Tremonti. <laughs> And Tremonti, yeah, like he's he's he could be right there in that Mount Rushmore of Italian vocalist if he was just given the the, the proper platform to to show off those vocals. And I'm me and Chad are trying to do that for for Mark. So, yeah, since Mark is going to be focusing on vocals, we'll need a strong guitarist to fill that void. He will be playing occasional rhythm guitar, but you know he's really more of a uh, singer in this band. So, luckily, we found that guitarist when Chad and I made a visit to a little old city in the the uh, U.S. of A. called Crazy Town. We had a one-way <laughs> ticket to Crazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped there. We checked out the local scene to see who was playing guitar, and or yeah, we we're looking for other band members, and. We were so lucky to find guitarist Charles Lopez, a.k.a. Rust Epic. <laughs> Rust Epic is his, is his stage name. We were in love with that name. Uh, let's see if I can just show a little clip, a picture of Rust Epic, because we were in, we loved the sound of his guitar, but we also loved his look. Do you guys see Rust Epic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, some it's a really cool look, kind of like a, I don't know, like a, almost like a cholo thing going on with, with his style. It's very cool. A giant bandana. Giant bandana. You know, this is a really cool, like almost like a uh, gothic look, cholo gothic look. Really cool. I think it will fit in really well with what Mark's got going on uh, visually. Now, we did hit a bit of a roadblock when we found out that Rusty Peak sadly died in 2004 of an aortic oh, no. rupture. Oh no! Which did lead to some complications because we were really attached to his, you know, stylistic guitar licks, and I wanted to actually play a little sample of some of the guitar he plays on a side project called Pre. Close parentheses thing. Pre close parentheses thing. Um, Wait, there's no f- open parentheses. No open parentheses. So, 
Oh my god. How do you do that? How does it? I don't know. <laughs> how do you? You can't read that syntax. It's not gonna work. I know. It's it truly is like he's just playing with language. He's doing things that no one has ever done with language before. Uh, and he's doing some stuff with music we've never heard before. This is ass sending by pre thing featuring uh, Rust Epic. <laughs> Every time you say it, it, it still it just gets weirder. Yeah. That's a good taste, I think. Um, he's doing stuff that most guitars can't do, and um, we were too attached to that sound. <laughs> to even though he passed away, we still wanted his contributions in our band. So, thankfully, through the wonders of modern technology, we were able to keep Russ's musical contributions alive with hologram technology. So. We're going to have a hologram lead guitar player in our band, wow. uh, which will be Rust Epic's likeness. And so we can showcase not just his sound, but his overall badass nature visually. Uh, so we're very excited about that. So that's going to be our guitar but contribution. Since, if, sorry, if, go ahead. If nobody else is capable of playing, as you kind of said, and he's <laughs> just a hologram, who's playing the guitar? Or is it like... Is it pre-recorded from it's, from his well, own personal sessions? <laughs> there was actually a program we made that has like has a, a, a database of every single guitar part that Rusty Peak has ever recorded. Okay, <laughs> and we can pick and choose the best of Rusty Peak and kind of write songs around those guitar parts. Okay, understood. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> We have our lead vocalist slash occasional guitar player. We have our lead guitar player. We need more members, though. And um, through Rust Apeaks <laughs> Holograms agents, <laughs> we were able to contact another Crazy Town member, another former Crazy Town member. And this is a little bit of like a correction. On the most recent New Metal episode, presenter asked on, he mentioned that the lead singer of Crazy Town... Uh, was Brett Mazer, which is true. Uh, Brett Mazer is a vocalist in Crazy Town, but he's not the only vocalist in Crazy Town. He neglected to name who I kind of think is like the face of Crazy Town, the second lead vocalist in Crazy Town, Seth Binzer, a.k.a. Shifty Shellshock. <laughs> Wait, What? <laughs> Okay, Shifty yeah, that is the, that's the guy that yeah, that's the guy I thought was the Yeah, there's two vocalists in in Crazy Town. Oh. Brett Epic Mazer, not to be confused Who's... with his band member Rust Epic. There's Epic <laughs> and there's a Peak. But the main guy is really Shifty Shell Yeah, he's the guy that Who's I Who's the bald guy? 
Shifty shell shock. That's who I think. Well, of. no. That's, well, he's not bald. So he's not bald, he but he's. I think he's like bald now. But at the time, he was doing like a mohawk, blonde mohawk thing. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't have a picture in front of me, but I'm picturing him like kind of bald and like. He's got tr- the like the like the piercing right here. A lot of tattoos. Right. Yeah. He's the one in the video of Butterfly that I you like it. picture. That's yeah. what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yes, he's a memorable guy from the band. And we actually were able to pick up one of his singles from the 2000s, a collaboration he did with Paul Oakenfold. <laughs> and oh, we heard his God. vocals on this. Do you, do you guys remember this song? Let me play it first before I ask that question. Hey, DJ! Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Tonight, stars, tonight, oh, I didn't know this was him on this song. Awesome sample of Harry Nilsson's uh, yeah. Everybody's Talking at Me. Once again, I find myself with my friends. Dancing the night away, it's like the party never ends. I don't know why I thought then he was again, bald. We don't want it to stop, right. cause tonight's tonight. He's balding, I think. Laser beam flashing lights. Wild cards, men from Mars, dressed in stars and stripes. Electric, electric, ladies <laughs> in the evening. Drinking booze and mingling. Matching to the music, I could do anything. Freaky dicky stars, speckles and pink butterflies. And life is nice, so nice. I walk into a club and I found paradise. I'm seeing stars, I can't believe my eyes. I'm seeing stars. Oh, my classic classic track forgotten track i'm glad we were able yeah. to resurface it um he, did so not he, know he was associated with that song the guy from crazy town go ahead He's he's the I'm sorry he's the a secondary he's a second vocalist after Tremonti. Yeah, l- like how in Crazy Town he's right. more of the rapper in his group. Mm-hmm. We had the vocalist, the singer, the you know Italian uh, traditional singer in Tremonti. This guy's complimenting him by doing more rapping. Excellent. Um, secondary vocals made some hype man work in the in the the live show. He's got a very dynamic energy. So we're glad to have Shifty Shellshock on board, <laughs> our second Crazy Town member uh, in this group. Now, just a quick, just a quick side question on Crazy Town yeah. then. So is this like a situation where Shifty, Sh- Shifty Blue Shell, what is his name? Shifty Shellshock? Um, Sounds like a Ninja, Ninja Turtles villain. Yeah, I was I was going more Mario Kart. He was, Kart. He yeah. was for, for a period. He was for a period before Crazy Town. Um, so is this a thing where he wasn't actually kind of like the main one, but his song broke through, or were they kind of like at Lincoln Park, like an even thing? Do you know? I think they're like a, they were a true collaboration. Like okay. they started the group as like friends, and then everybody else kind of joined close to when they were signed. But I don't know if you guys remember DJ Alarm. The guy who died in that train, sorry, the plane crash. I think like that Travis Barker was on. Remember that? Oh, DJ yeah. DJ AM? Was it DJ AM? Not Alarm. DJ AM? DJ AM. I, I'm oh, sorry. Am I getting Pretty confused? sure. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe DJ Alarm is wait, still alive. No, he died He died longer ago. DJ, you mean talking about the recent plane crash? Uh, Let me just make sure I get my wait, facts DJ AM died I... lo- like a long, like not a long time ago, but not like recently. 
But DJ okay, AM DJ is the one AM, associated with Travis Barker. And the I'm plane. sorry. DJ AM is associated with, yes, with Travis Barker. He died in 2009, it seems. And Travis Barker survived, the, obviously, the plane yes. crash. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. He was also in Crazy Town. DJ AM was also in Crazy Town. Okay, DJ AM was in Crazy Town. Also. Got it. Okay, I don't think I knew that. Okay. Who's Alarm? Yeah. What is Alarm? Is that another DJ? Did I make that up? <laughs> Maybe you made that up. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Forget about alarm. AM, rest in peace. Also was in Crazy Town. Anyway, let's let's continue with the this making of the Dand. So we got Shell Shock on board. We got Rusty Peaks hologram, and we got Mark Tremonti. Pretty solid crew so far. <laughs> and Chad and I had a flight booked uh, back to Canada, but it got uh-huh. it got canceled due to some poor weather. So unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, in our case, we had to stay in stay in Crazy Town for another uh, couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while we were already here, we were able to recruit another former Crazy Town <laughs> band member. Come on. Damn that plane, but it was kind of like, uh, you know, a blessing in disguise, a costume curse, a, cl- a costume blessing, I guess. Um, we needed a drummer. We have a vocalist, we have a guitar player, we have another vocalist. Let's get some percussion in here, get, get some rhythm in here. Yes, let's do that with the drummer from Crazy Town, James Bradley Jr., a.k.a. JBJ, an incredible drummer who informed us of his very interesting past. Like he's been in bands before crazy town going back to the seventies, even a little bit older than the rest of the band members. And I was so happy to find out that he was capable of doing something like this. Do these vocals sound familiar to you at all? Um, the first thing I thought of was that that like uh, Swedish or Norwegian guy that I that I like. That's all I could think of. Well, close. It is the legendary musician, uh, jazz trumpeter Chuck Mangione, who James Bradley Jr. drummed for from 1977 to 1981. Wow. The drummer of Crazy Town was a former jazz drummer of Chuck Mangione. Don't believe you. Don't believe you. There's nothing you can do to convince me this is the same guy. It's probably not the same guy. It's probably just the same the, name. This, no. This this is a fact that came up pretty early in their Wikipedia. It's definitely just the same name. No, it's him. It is him. That's awesome. What a so weird he's able like, to do that. What a weird like we reacted when we saw that many names on their list. Like that's crazy. Yeah. All this in that band that did Butterfly. Um, 
My God. But you know, in it's definitely Crazy the only Town, band you looked into. Is this the only <laughs> band? <Hold on>. That's what's actually going on, on here. Hold on, this is the only band <laughs> you, you bothered on. doing this for. <laughs> hold on, come on. Um, the <laughs> so yeah, like in Crazy Town, he's not really able to play some of those jazz fusiony uh, beats. In our band, Chad and I gave it the okay. We want that flavor in this new sound, and clearly, you heard some of that rhythmic vocals. In the beginning of that track, I, I'm sure Shifty can do something like that. You know, we're gonna tap into a, a different side of JBJ that hasn't been heard in just, over 40 years. I'm looking at these <laughs> pictures of JBJ like in the band. It's so funny. That's so crazy. All right, so we got JBJ on drums. We got Shifty on vocals. We got. Uh, Rust at Peak on hologram <laughs> guitars and look and Mark Tremonti on vocals and occasional guitar. We need a bass. We can't have a band without a bass. So um, Chad and I, we finally left Crazy Town. Um, <laughs> we're back in Canada. We're looking for bassists. Like, what the fuck? You'd think it would be easier. We really needed a lifeline. So what did we do but contact life house lifeline life house wow of course and thank god this guy was an angel uh in disguise bryce dane soderberg <laughs> um, and guys dane is short for danis <laughs> yes this guy's a danis he's like us he's he's all into the ass uh, Bryce Dane Soderberg, the bassist, the longtime bassist and uh, co-songwriter of Lifehouse, uh, occasional lead vocalist. Now, we, he said he was down, but we had a little bit of an issue because he says he no longer plays electric bass guitar inside projects outside of Lifehouse because the band members get jealous. The Lifehouse band members get too jealous. They think like he should be playing bass for us. So he's willing to play, you know, the bass parts, but they got to be on a different instrument. Um, so we said, okay, what do you have in mind? He's like, well, I, I have a side project called Comox, K-O-M-O-X, that I front, and I play synth bass in that band sometimes. Is that okay for this group? And we said, well, can we hear what it sounds like? And he was like, yeah, sure. It sounds like this. So yeah, that's Comox, oh, where he plays some synth bass. 
said, I, can I do that with this new band? And we're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, that sounded awesome. That sounds way better than that shitty band Lifehouse you're in. Um, <laughs> we're on board. Uh, so we got the bassist, or synth bassist. Yeah, we have like the classic bass, drums, guitar, vocalist, rap vocalist, hologram lead guitarist, you know, setup of most rock bands, the makeup of most rock bands. But we said we need a couple of more missing pieces to be filled. So we have two vocalists, but we only have one drummer. And honey, we need more beats. Me and Chad said we really want beats to be a big deal in this band. So we uh, contacted uh, uh, an operator from Iowa. We said, put us in, in touch with the the turntablist uh, slash media guy from Slipknot. <laughs> and she said, the, the operator from Iowa said, yeah, like that's Sid Wilson. We said, sick. Media guy. So... <laughs> Sid Wilson, he's not. What was that guy that you mentioned last episode, Brandon? One three three. Yeah. Different guy from one three three. He's another okay. media dude. <laughs> this guy focuses mainly on like these scratches. Okay, and, not and the sampler guy, right? The not the sampler guy. He's more of a turntable. So I don't know if this guy has. So, the, this guy might not have web design as much web design experience as one three three. That's okay. That's okay. We already have a pretty good website. We don't need him for that. We want the turntables. <laughs> we want that. We want that DJ Lethal, DJ Kilmore vibe in our band too. Sid Wilson, and we got um, we got some of his recordings from one of his side projects where he's doing straight up electronic music. This is huge in Japan, apparently. His DJ name is DJ Starscream when he's doing solo stuff, and this song is called Dis Spirit. Uh, let's check it out. So you get the idea. That's Sid Wilson. That's DJ Sid Wilson. <laughs> Imagine Mark Tremonti's vocals over that. <laughs> I think we'll have we have something special there. And with a world-renowned jazz drummer as well, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they could, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that um JBJ said that there's a, there's a good possibility that we can get a guest appearance from the great Chuck Mangione himself to play some <laughs> trumpet. Oh, wow. On one of our tracks on the album. So yeah, we're very excited about that too. But with Sid Wilson, we have turntables, we have additional beats, and we also um, have the fact that he's been happily dating Kelly Osbourne after years of close friendship, which I learned today. Wow. <laughs> so we have a little bit of like a, a celebrity it couple in the group, too. can get Ozzy to maybe guest vocal sometimes. Maybe. We'll have to ask Kel through Sid. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, we have six members uh, total. We once had Josh Todd, Josh Todd as, as the lead vocalist. He, got, he had to get kicked out. We moved on. We have room for one more member, and for this member, we we called in a favor with uh, our old friend, me and Chad's old friend, um, 
uh, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Randy Johnson. Sorry, Randy Johnson from American Idol. We said dog Jackson. Randy Jackson. <laughs> Johnson's the pitcher. Is Johnson, the, the baseball player. Yeah, yeah. Well, we called both of them. We we called Randy Johnson and started asking him questions about. American Idol. He's like, you got me confused with Randy Jackson. <laughs> so we called up Randy Jackson and said, said, dog, we need another member. Can you put us in contact with some of your American Idol all-stars? And he said, yeah, I can. But I'll be honest with you. Only one person's, only one person's completely perfect for this role. That is Chris Daughtry. Yeah. Chris Mofucking Daughtry. Got Daughtry on the horn, and we said, we don't really need a lead vocalist. We don't really need a secondary vocalist. Those positions are filled. We don't really need a lead guitar player or an occasional rhythm guitar player, but we need some bald representation. And we noticed that on every one of your albums from 2006 on, you've been credited as third guitar <laughs> we need some of that that secret sauce that third guitar that Ch uh, Chris Daltrey puts on all his albums we need that in our group the final missing piece uh, Chris Daltrey and uh, I wanted to play a little track that you can really hear that third guitar and why he does it why he puts it on all his albums three guitars on this, right? <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, just play some shit, go on stage, but one thing, you can't be Chris in this band, because in my mind, I always thought of him as more of a Chad Daughtry, but he can't be a Chad because we already have Chad Kroger as a founder, so we're changing you for this band only, we're rechristening Chris Daltrey as Chuck Daltrey. <laughs> this, this feels better with this group. We're going to do the three guitar Radiohead thing, a lot of like guitar interplay, like some arpeggios. It's going to be amazing. And with that, we have a, f a full lineup. Now, we have a couple of friends that are going to you know help us out. We have, I, I drafted Goo Goo Dolls, so we're actually going to have Johnny Resnick recommend plastic surgeons for us because we want like a completely remodel <laughs> of the group <laughs> and we love the work uh, he's been doing and that <laughs> uh, I also drafted Defiler the fake band from the Sopranos mm -hmm. we were able to get a residency at that bar they play that where uh, Adriana <laughs> was booking shows at so right. we'll get our, our, our feet wet there but this band, I think, is finally formed, and it will be called. Um, where did I put that? Uh, it will be called Chad Kroger Presents Shock the Monty. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have, like, Shell Shock and yeah. Tremonti as a lead vocalist. That's it. And um, it was a, a pleasure... 
to be working with uh, one of the greats, Chad Kroger, on this project. I think we're going to go straight to the top of the charts. But that's my, that's my creation for you guys. I love it. I truly didn't even, like, think about the whole side project angle. Like, that's what we did last time. I kind of forgot to. We did. <laughs> yeah. I just, it, 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 did, it literally didn't yeah. even cross my I, mind. I totally forgot because <laughs> as they was going, I was like, oh, I, I could have played the Cornell Timbaland stuff. Like, uh, I, I, I forgot. But hey, I, like you said, Dave, that's why we do this. We get these three different, you built the narrative and we heard a lot. Of, that was some interesting stuff. Yeah. Some actually. Yeah. The Life the Lifehouse guy, the Lifehouse guy's cool project. sounding music in there. That ruled. <laughs> what was it? Climax? Comax? It was it was called Comox. K O M O X. And you yeah. know, DJ Starscream had some sick beats. I was into that. Yes, we, we learned, did. We learned well, I mean, we learned a lot Se- about Crazy Town. <laughs> Se- secretly genius talented band. <laughs> what a crazy group. Yeah. It's like they're yeah, already they, a super group. They just had this arsenal of people. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, brilliant minds. <laughs> that stupid band. <laughs> what other what other bands did you guys have? That's one maybe crazy just town. like that you maybe considered, you know, talking about or any anybody else we didn't mention? Um, I had Trapped, Flyleaf, Finger Eleven, Godsmack, Allison Chains, Refuse, Everlast, Saliva, Metallica, Hoobastank, Default. Did you consider any of those for anything? Uh, not really. I, I, once I hit like a certain amount of covers, I was like, right. all right, that's good enough. That's right. Um, yeah, I, uh, I had Kid Rock, right. And like there is the Aaron Lewis and Kid Rock thing are kind of the same, right. right. I decided, yeah. I decided, to, I decided to go with Aaron Lewis. Um, you know, tease. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little bit less known right. in that area. than <laughs> Yeah, Kid Rock, yeah so. exactly. No. Um, and Rob Zombie considered you know maybe having like a horror sort of thing for a little bit um 311 i was never going to use them uh let's see dave matthews band i could have had some fun with that probably um yeah probably nobody else i was really going to use papa roach chevelle hole (laughs) i forgot we talked about hole i know love could have been a cool uh True. Addition to your band, Dio. You, Dave threw Dio in mine. Dio was was in here. Did I have Dio in there? Yeah, you that put, was an accident. You put Dio in here. <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to erase that. Yeah. And disturbed, disturbed. I, I really wanted to try, and you know, I thought about going the cover out that we talked about, but didn't use disturbed either. I was possibly gonna have Power Man Five Thousand in there, but I couldn't really find any solo. I was trying to do the side project thing, so I couldn't find any good side projects from that. Yeah, once I got into Crazy Town's history, I was like, I'm going to kind of stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Breaking Benjamin, Bad Wolves, Theory of a Dead Man, like, I don't know. Five Finger Death Punch, whatever. Yeah. Well, thanks to James for suggesting this, giving us this idea for making the Dand Part 2 official spinoff of Tracks on Tracks on Tracks. Now that we have two of them under our belt, you know, maybe the next time we have an opportunity to do this, you know, they'll just we will have more ideas. We have more. Yeah, I mean, angles to go, you know, season six, we're getting into the 2000s. We could do just like a general. 
I don't know, like a general like pop music making the dand or something. You we know. could do the one that people the people always joke about, the like dead, you know, that that band in heaven. The like Oh, the, <laughs> the band in heaven. Oh, yeah, that's good. That would be fun to That'd do. That'd be cool. Um if we ever go back to the eighties, we could like I was thinking like we could each pick a different like genre from the eighties and create our, create our own super group that oh, way. Oh my god, right? that'd be fun. Like, yeah. well, like, like what yeah. you, like somebody could have a new wave group, somebody could hair have metal. hair metal, yeah. right? So something like that. Oh, we could do our favorite we could do our favorite jazz quartets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, a lot of lot of yeah, we could do do this a lot of different ways. It's a great format. Very fun. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Um Thanks, James. Thanks to all the participating members of Making the Dand. James gets backstage passes to all these shows. All these shows, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this is this has been another installment uh, of Butt Rock Cheek 2. We've got a few more installments. On, everything Butt Rock. Everything Butt Rock. This long road to season six. <laughs> the longest road ever. Uh, signing off, I'm presenter Brandon, aka Aston <laughs> Tushio, aka Brand Donk, aka Brandon, B- if, Titty. Sorry, if you're on the road to season six, stay on, in line. Stay in line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how season six can still happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Stay in line. Should have mailed it One in. One day. Should have mailed it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, what was it? Bee titty? Bee titty. Titty. Beef titty? Beef titty. Thank you. Uh, presenter number two here. Um, you know, the dump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dump. Uh, Danny. Danal. Danis. Working the stink shift. Stinks in. Or Fanny, if you're more proper. Fanny. Fanny. But only if you're a U.S. resident. I think Aaron Lewis has some good ideas. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> in right. a different universe. In, in, in the other in universe. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, where yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm Dave Colon. Uh, well, on this show, I'm Dave Colon. And uh, I just want to do a... Sp- Give a special shout out to Chad Kroger, kind of being my mentor for this ep- this episode, me being his protege, and let's keep on trucking on this. May I ask, is you, sir? May, aka Manal, aka Manus. Yeah, we're re- we're back to pretty much releasing episodes cheekly. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like that. Che- so, yeah, we'll see you next cheek. Yeah. See you next well, cheek. Sorry. Th- that's probably too confusing because we said this was the second cheek. We'll see, we- we'll see you next week. Yeah. We're, we're the cheeklings. <laughs> che- cheekling. <laughs> Thank you. Ta-ta. Bye. I love the way you smack my